Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello, I'm Nancy O'Brien from Bethel West Pasco, and today we're looking at chapters 1 and 2 of 1 Corinthians. I really enjoyed these chapters. It was a great reminder that God doesn't need any special gifts or skills from us. In verses 26 through 28, there's a list of characteristics of those called by God. Not many are wise, powerful, or of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen the foolish, the weak, the insignificant, the despised. Wow, I would venture to guess that most of us would not like to be thought of as weak or foolish or insignificant. And I think most of us would not describe ourselves that way. I like to think that I am somewhat wise, not too foolish, and hopefully not despised by too many people. It would be easy to look at this list and feel demoralized, that God does not value the gifts that I have to offer, that he sees me as weak and foolish. Or you can look at that list and realize that you're free. There's no burden on you to provide skills or social status or wisdom to God so that you can be allowed to do his work. You don't have to spend years preparing yourself to be of use to God. As they say, God does not call the equipped, but he equips the called. You don't have to be wise or powerful on your own to act or to speak. God is wise and powerful, and he can speak through you. So this is a good thing. We're equipped by God, and because it's God's power and not ours, we can't boast about it. But we also don't have to worry about it. It's not our power. It's God's. And God will provide what you need when you need it. And how the world responds to it? Well, that's also in God's hands, not ours. As it says in verses 21 and 22, the gospel is a stumbling block to unbelievers, but to those who are called, it is the power and wisdom of God. For the record, I think many of us in the church are, from the world's point of view, wise, strong, and maybe even considered powerful. But that's not what God needs from us. And it's not what makes us a useful instrument for God. Paul says in chapter 2, verses 3 through 5, that he came to Corinth in weakness, in fear, and much trembling. His goal was not to preach eloquently in his own power and words, but to be a vessel for the Holy Spirit's power, to let people be persuaded by God and not by Paul. Folks, the message of the gospel is powerful. It doesn't need our help to make it impactful to the world. Our job is to be a witness for God. It is not our job to overcome the world. It is our job to demonstrate the power and presence of God and let God overcome the world. Paul goes on to say that there is wisdom to be had. We don't just abandon all thought and wisdom when we choose to follow Christ. But God's wisdom is taught through the Spirit. And as we grow and mature, our knowledge and wisdom of God and for God also grows. I don't think it's a coincidence that right before the section on the foolishness of the world and the wisdom of God, Paul talks about divisions within the Corinthian church. He calls out the church for setting up artificial barriers based on teachings of different church leaders and even apostles like Peter and Paul. But these rivalries are not right. In verse 13, he asks, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in Paul's name? Christ is not divided. The message of the gospel is not one of divisions and rivalries, but one of unity and love. Peter and Paul do not save us. Only Christ has the power to save us. We don't all have to have uniformity in our thinking, but we must have a unity of belief in the saving power of Jesus Christ. And when we create rivalries between us, that is the foolishness of the world trying to overshadow the wisdom of God. If we have disagreements within the church, 
we should always remember that the goal is not to show the other person that you're right, it's to show the other person the love of Christ. Because if all that is on your tongue is the gospel of Jesus Christ, no one can ever prove you wrong. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to know and to believe that we are special to you because you have chosen us, not because of our skills and gifts, but because of the sacrifice and love of our Lord Jesus. Help us to lay aside our pride and boasting in our accomplishments and help us pick up the wisdom taught by the Holy Spirit who indwells us. May we go forth into the world as fools for you, speaking only the good news about Jesus, knowing that in you we are wise and strong and you will overcome the world. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.